0: Up next on NHL Fantasy on Ice. Rob and Pete show up and deliver the goods. What's the coaching move in Nashville mean for fantasy? DFS plays best bets and a special guest picker for the big slate of games. It's the Tuesday edition.
1: How's it going, everybody? Tuesday morning, NHL Fantasy on Ice. Jensen and Reese talking pucks and breaking down yet another coaching change in the NHL, Rob. The sixth of the season for the Nashville Predators.
2: Howdy, everybody. Things are a little crazy down in Nashville, but... um. Howdy, folks! (laughs) It. <laughs> got my cowboy hat on, back in, in the, on the Preds. No, it's we'll break that down in a minute, but first just wanted to give a heads up to everybody. We've got a special segment that we're going to do for the second half of the year. We're going to bring in guests. Some celebrities, some professional athletes, hint, hint, to break down the full slate, give some picks, give some gambling advice, and we're going to track their records, Pete, against you and I, and see who comes out victorious. And also
1: some really good people around the NHL uh, circle, and that's what we're going to have today, Jackie Redmond, host at NHL Network, and host of the... Puck Culture podcast here on the NHL Podcast Network. She's going to be joining us to break down every single game and give her picks. So something to look forward to later in the episode.
3: And she's returning the favor, boys, because you guys go on her show, NHL Now, true. on NHL Network all the time. Mm. You get dressed up in the suit and tie and, and <laughs> you prep for the uh, big TV segment. I see you guys often stressed about that. <laughs> you know, I low mean. key, low key. So mm. she's returning the favor and we appreciate it. We'll get to her later on.
2: So anyway, swinging back to Nashville here, Pete, um, this has been a storyline on this podcast however many times now this year. What is the initial fantasy impact of this coaching change? Well,
1: I'm a Philip Forsberg owner and a disappointed one at that. We dropped him out of the top well, 50 wait a second, forward boys, I hate to
3: interrupt, but you didn't even mention who the new coach is going to be.
2: Oh, we didn't. John Hines. John Hines, everyone, if you're listening. Jonathan Hines, former coach of the Devils, had a pretty decent track record there up until this season. So it's an interesting hire, but this is the typical NHL carousel of coaches. Yes, I
3: hate to interrupt, but, I mean, I have to play the role of producer (laughs) and let everyone know. John Hines, former coach of the Devils, (laughs) new coach in Nashville, David Poyle makes the move. And now for the fantasy implications, Peter's ready and raring to go. Fire away, Peter.
1: And replacing Peter Laviolette, we should mention, who has been there a while, some good times for them. Unfortunately, the past two, three years, things have been on a steady decline. They really couldn't make any other moves, right? You're not going to fire the GM. You can't uh, do anything with the players because they're uh, up against the cap usually. So it's, it's a difficult thing for the NHL coaches and an unfortunate trend that we've seen this season with so many of these different teams. But yeah, so... Back to Philip Forsberg, this guy's out of our top 50 forward rankings. Look at that name value. Look at his big uh, play potential on any given shift. He shouldn't be in that conversation. So bounce back appeal for Philip Forsberg, especially if he plays with Matt Duchesne. Remember early in the year, it was Forsberg and Duchesne. They were playing great. They were putting up mad fantasy numbers. And then one got injured, then the other got injured, and they were never
2: together since. I think for us Pete it's it's easy it's easy to say that these guys have bounce back appeal it's harder to say that this predators team is way too heavy on the back end and That's true, I think yeah. it's time to call what this team really is, and they are just not that good offensively. I think when you have a guy like Nick Benino, who's one of their top fantasy forwards this year, mm-hmm. that says everything you need to know about this team. And you look at Matt DeShane, how valuable was he when he was on a sneaky team like the Senators, and now when he's on what should be a Western Conference favorite, he's no longer that valuable. So I think that there's something a little bit more beneath the surface here. I love the bounce-back appeal conversation, but if I had some of these Predators forwards, I'm not feeling a whole lot better. Short-term, yes, I am, but long-term, no, I'm not.
1: I mean, let's be honest. You probably probably don't have many Predators forwards at this point. Maybe Arvidson, maybe if you're hanging tough on Forsberg, but Duchesne has been droppable in recent weeks. He's been out the past two games with an illness since the Winter Classic. Uh, Ryan Johansson has mm. been struggling mightily and have been some wacky line combinations, to say the least, in Nashville, I mean, do you think that Forsberg's gonna play with Duchesne? or you think they'll go back to the bread and butter of uh, Forsberg, Johansson, Arvidson?
2: I don't think it matters honestly. I mean, for DFS, it does. I think there's good stacking mm. options always. You know, right. sneaky low ownership, especially from this group that we've seen this year. Mm-hmm. But the only player that I'm really Considering rostering any given night, now is Roman Yossi. He's really the only player on that team I feel confident about. Ekholm's got sneaky value. Ellis, when he gets back to the lineup, he'll have sneaky value. But forward wise, I am out.
3: I'll say this: it might be why I'm in last place in my fantasy league. <laughs> I have not been able to let go of Benino for whatever reason. <laughs> this guy, this guy, has <laughs> been a is a stalwart on my team, and again, probably why I'm in last place. But the interesting <laughs> thing about the Predators is their defense is as we would all agree, very good. Their goaltending has been atrocious. Pekka Rene, Saros has not been able to really step into that number one role like maybe David Poyle would have believed. Rene hasn't been good. The goaltending has been shaky. Until that gets corrected, I don't know if the Predators, it doesn't matter who the coach is, right? I mean, the goaltending needs to be corrected also.
1: Yeah, I, I got a stat for you. So Nashville's team save percentage is tied with the Sharks for second worst in the league ahead of only detroit Mm -hmm. so they're tied with the dell the master for masterful dell Mm -hmm. uh martin jones tandem that's not a good look
2: Man. It's not a good look And, and John Hines did have a, a, a decent go in New Jersey and, and we saw some fantasy relevance from that team When Tiller Hall was MVP But again, you have to be cautious Because that was a team, the Devils That were a little bit They didn't really have a lot of forward appeal at that time Similar to Nashville yeah. now So I'm just not seeing a clear picture here If I'm a, if I'm a fantasy owner of any of these guys Just to, to put a bow on this thing I am not that much more excited Outside the next two weeks Which they should get a bump from
1: We were mentioning it yesterday. They need forward help. We were hearing so much about Eli Tolvin, but he's just kind of buried in the the AHL for Milwaukee, not even really producing there. So there's not really anywhere else for them to turn, and uh, you're doubtful at this point that they'd be able to swing any type of a trade to boost the offense.
3: And the Predators do play tonight. And before we get to our picks with uh, Jackie Redman and get her picks, uh, who do we got in the DFS lineup, ping pong some players, who are you targeting in this loaded Tuesday slate?
1: I got uh, Matias Ekholm just because Ellis is still out. Dante Fabro's out. That's a bad pick. Uh, That's Yossi, a bad pick. Uh, it's a bad pick. Uh, some exposure to yossi who's got like 44 points in 41 games uh sign me up so i know the preds defense is banged up but at Colm bounce back appeal with the new bench boss how
3: about pete he's really just completely ignored me so i'm just <laughs> in his ear bad pick bad. he doesn't he's just laser focused rock solid forget man. about bobby third mike i can't even listen to this guy i'm not even going to acknowledge him that's the point where are
2: is a seasoned vet in the dfs game body <laughs> so you got to realize who you're speaking to here know the audience number one rule that being said, I do like the Boston Bruins big time to just pounce all over this national team. I'm tired of these NHL coaching changes stories. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're reacting to this every week, it seems like. I'm so sick and tired of it. And at the end of the day, these teams, these franchises that are floundering, that have been going downhill, are going to have to realize this is not this is a Band-Aid. That's all it is. It's a two-week Band-Aid. We rip it off, the wound is wide open. So take Boston, hammer them, get Bergeron, get Pasternak. They are going to pounce all over the Predators tonight.
3: I would agree with you for the most part. has not been the case in Toronto, Sheldon Keefe. That's a good
2: team, Bob. That roster is 10 times what the Predators have.
3: Fair enough. I as well like Boston tonight. I think Boston is the superior team. Remember, John Hines here, it's his first morning skate. All right, he's got to do the press he conference He just got off the today. plane just 10 minutes ago. Just got off the plane. The players are adjusting. He and, flew
2: coach down there. And
3: I would agree. Maybe take Nashville if they're playing a mediocre team. <laughs> they're playing an upper echelon team here. Boston Bruins at that price minus 120, even if it is a trap, again, it's all about being able to put your head on the pillow at night. You're going to put your head on the pillow tonight, you're going to say, (laughs) I took the Boston Bruins at that nice price, minus 120, against the Nashville Predators Mm -hmm. team who has a brand new coach, there's turmoil, give me the Boston Bruins for, again, a $50,000 big mama wager.
2: I'm in on 100 grand on that game, (laughs) and I'll, I'll say this too, the only question about this game is I'm debating whether to take Marchand or Pasternak that's the only thing I'm asking myself I'm not even going beneath the surface on that level
1: I'm actually I have a big stack in a different game and it's a division rival of the Bruins Uh, it's the Tampa Bay Lightning they've won seven in a row Vancouver has won seven in a row but I just I like the opportunity it's a rare one where Stamkos, Kucherov, and Point are playing on the same line. So I actually worked all three of them into my lineup tonight and then did some minimum value that I'll get to in a little bit.
3: Here's the deal with this game. When I first saw it, my eyes went right to Vancouver just based on the Mm -hmm. fact price plus money in a big sort of way. Very similar to how I felt last night when I looked at the board for the first time. And I said, wow, a lot of value on Edmonton. But I didn't have the courage. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the courage last night Uh to take the Oilers. We all saw what happened. The Maple Leafs did not play well. Edmonton wins the game going away. Tonight, I will have the courage. I think it's worth a very small wager on Vancouver, just considering Mm -hmm. the large plus money price and Tampa. I know they've been good. They won what, eight in a row or so? Seven. Seven, Seven in a row? Give me Vancouver at plus money.
2: The thing is, uh, Tampa Bay is going to be one of the best teams in the second half. There's no doubt about that. This is how I were just one game on the slate, one game on a Tuesday night. So if you're, yeah, I mean, I like the value for Vancouver. I, I think that's a smart bet. I, do, I think Tampa's going to win this game. But as long as Vancouver hangs in there and keeps it close, you c- if it gets to overtime, flip a coin. That's how it is in the NHL, three on three. Well, so it, if it does get to overtime, Petey's probably winning the game, Eli- Elias Pettersson.
3: Right. Again, just because we're mm-hmm. we're advising you to put a shekel on Vancouver it does not obviously guarantee that Vancouver's going to win. Right, but right, I will, right. I'll say this. that They should have a shot in a third period. And at that price, it's worth it. And they've won seven in a row. So they may lose the game, granted but I like Vancouver at that price. And
2: JT Miller, revenge game, let's not forget about that, too. He has single-handedly made Vancouver a top-10 power play this year. So look at the power plays tonight. Whoever strikes first on special teams is going to win that game.
1: I like that JT Miller storyline. One guy for Vancouver on their blue line that's been producing lately, Tyler Myers, scored the game winner the other day, the go-ahead goal against the Rangers. And I know he cracked your D ranks uh, last week, right?
2: You know what team he'd look real good on right now, Pete? Who's that? The Winnipeg Jets. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they miss him for sure.
2: <laughs> no doubt about that. Another defenseman that I think has sneaky value for this late tonight is Ben Shearot for the Montreal Canadiens. He scored last night, got a couple mm-hmm. blocks. This is a player, even if he's not getting goals, he's getting blocks. He's only four grand, averaging 10 FanDuel points per game. I dare you to find better value at the defenseman position than him.
1: That's really good value. And Kovalchuk actually assisted on one of his goals. And what a debut for him. One assist, plus two, mm-hmm. four shots and six hits. He also barreled into the goalie. <laughs> As he almost scored another one on Hellebuck, I think he might have banged up Hellebuck, but you love to see that intensity from the guy. And he played a season-high 1925 mm-hmm. in this game, in his first game with his new team. I mean, that just I, screams like he's excited about this opportunity. And the
2: fans were chanting Kovey at the Bell Center. Just imagine if they would bring in a superstar. Oh, my God, that place <laughs> would go nuts.
1: And and one thing we didn't mention is like I know Radulov was younger, but Radulov, when he came back from the KHL, he thrived with the with the Canadians and then moved on to Dallas. But it is a good spot. Like I forgot about that connection. Mm -hmm. And it could be a really nice landing spot for Kobe. Uh, He's still 3000 minimum price Mm -hmm. in FanDuel. I have him in my lineup
2: once again be a no-brainer. I do too, Pete. So we're double down on that. Now just to run through the whole lineup here, I've got Patrice Bergeron, Sidney Crosby. He's still on IR as of today, but there could be a chance he plays tonight. Just keep an eye on that as you guys DFS players already know to do. And I've got Patrick Hornquist. I do have Kovalchuk, Pasternak. Tyler Johnson is my little lightning exposure tonight, Pete. Just in case they do go crazy, I like Tyler Johnson to stay hot, keep it going down nice. there. Chris Letang, so I'm going three pens tonight in my lineup. Then Ben and Brace yourself for this one, but I've got Aiden Hill going for the Yotes tonight. Just think that their defense is so structured and so sound that you're not going to get a lot of points from Hill in terms of FanDuel points per game, but as long as he gets that W, you should get some value there.
1: Yeah, the Coyotes uh, could definitely win that game, no doubt about it. Like I said, I have Point, Kucherov, Stamkos. I have Svechnikov, who's still only 6,100. The guy gets a point or two almost every game at this point if you haven't been watching around the league. Uh, Nicholas Backstrom on the top line with Ovechkin against the Ottawa Senators at home. I have him in one of my leagues. Uh, I'm excited for a multi-assist game, and he's probably you know he's had multi- he's had like assists in like five straight games or something like that. So really good for him. Um, Kovalchuk minimum price three thousand. My other minimum price is jerkin uh, at home against the AVs who are on the second of a back-to-back. I know it's risky, but there are two goalies that are risky, low price that I like tonight between jerkin NHL debut and Arundel. Uh, on the road in St. Louis, and then my defense is cheap, bargain bin. Matthias Ekholm hopefully gets a boost from the coaching change and uh, the injury to Ellis, and then Philip Ronick who even when they get blown out, he gets you a point every other night.
3: Okay, DFS picks. Uh, are we going to the Garden tonight to see Igor? I would am waiting to. till the Leafs come to town. Then I'm going to the Garden. Of I think course. it's a couple of weeks. Of course, here we go with the <laughs> Leafs. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I would love to. You got tickets? Let's go. We're going. Ticket All right, we got me? the sweet tickets. Let's go. <laughs> Well, no, you're going to wait till the Maple Leafs. <laughs> Me and Petey will go to the game, and I'll listen to Pete cough the entire <laughs> game. That's fine. For, for the listeners out there, Pete is battling some sort of throat issue. Uh, I'm advising him to go to a, uh, a, what do they call those? The throat, ear, and nose. Uh, ENT. E, yeah, ENT. Please, for the for the sake of me and Rob and all the listeners, please go to the ENT doctor, get that checked out. We'll do. Or maybe maybe a little chicken soup during the show. Ooh, That's that sounds fine. good right now. No lie. Okay. It's almost lunchtime. Or right, maybe the diner afterwards, uh, and then MSG later. Up. But first, why don't uh, we welcome in our good friend and good pal, Jackie Redman? She's one of a kind. Robbie, I will allow you to tear up.
2: Go ahead. Thanks, Bob. That was wonderful. Uh, Let's take a trip to the gambling corner here, boys. And for that, we'll bring in the host of Puck Culture, part of the NHL Podcast Network, also host of NHL Now on NHL Network. Jackie, tell us a little bit about the pod and also how you doing.
0: Um, What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Super excited to join uh, your show for the first time because you guys are always on NHL Now every week, but I've never (laughs) had the pleasure to come on your podcast. So (laughs) thanks for having me. Uh, Pumped to be here. A little bit nervous about the picks big night but um we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes uh, as for puck culture uh we've got ruffer around the show this week he's always full of stories so nice. um he's one of the best and so i'm sure there'll be plenty of stories from his playing days uh when we uh, do the podcast tomorrow
1: And I know last week you had Eric Young, the WWE wrestler, and he's actually a big fantasy guy. And I know from a lot of our segments, we talk about your fantasy team because you play season-long fantasy. How's everything going with your team? Is there anything uh, we can help with?
0: So here's the thing about my fantasy team, guys, and and this is a self-inflicted state of turmoil, I would like to call it. (laughs) I was riding high all season, right? First or second place. Um, You know, just things were going very well. And over the holidays, I may or may not have um, abandoned my team a little bit. Mm. Uh, I forgot to set my lineup <laughs> a couple of times. I took two weeks off, which I haven't done in years mm-hmm. um, from work. And so I kind of I kind of dropped the ball a little bit. I have plummeted into seventh place in my league of Damn. 14 teams. <laughs> and I have no goaltenders. So I-, I need goalie help, which has been the story all season long for me, really.
2: Um, I would say right off the cuff, Aaron <laughs> Chris Driger, uh, maybe stream the Arizona, whoever they're starting tonight, Aiden Hill. That's my off-the-cuff advice. Shest Jorkin, too, maybe? Yeah, Shest a good one.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, keep, keep an eye on him, right? Okay.
2: Now, so the big
1: news uh, today is Nashville made a coaching change. Peter, Peter Laviolette out, John Hines officially in as of record time, so we're excited about that. Uh, Nashville is home underdogs against the Boston Bruins. Who do you like in that matchup?
0: So, you know, Boston's been struggling over the last couple of weeks, and I feel like they're bound to break out of that. However, I feel like the new coaching bump is a real thing, so I have to go with the Nashville Predators. Mm -hmm. So that's my reasoning behind that. Teams usually perform well when when they hire a new coach, and I think the Preds are better than they have performed, so I'll go with the Preds.
2: Okay. Brian Elliott was confirmed for the Philadelphia Flyers. Carolina, they're facing tonight big home favorites, minus 170. Do you take the Canes because Brian Elliott's starting, or where are you looking at that game?
0: Um, I was just going to go with the Canes in that game regardless, just because I have a soft spot for the Hurricanes. Um, but the goaltending situation situation, uh, I just think, gives me a little bit more confidence in Carolina.
1: And you were actually out at the Coliseum, I saw, for the Islanders, Against the Avalanche last night, so the Islanders are back in action, second of a back-to-back at their division rival, New Jersey Devils. What's your pulse on this matchup?
0: Okay, so this one's tough. Back-to-backs are always difficult. Um, I liked the Islanders yesterday. Not that anyone was counting yesterday, but I liked that they got the win. They, you know, played much better. I just can't. I can't go with the New Jersey Devils, a team that is just in the basement of the league. Hmm. So I'm going to go with the Islanders on the second half of back-to-back.
2: I kind of like the Devils in that one, to be honest. I just think Why? That, I, You know what? It, it's funny. Like, after they <laughs> traded Taylor Hall, I just think that they look like they're playing a little bit harder every game. Like, it's kind of the next man up mentality. So mm-hmm. I, I would give me a little home dog action. You know, it's just it's kind of like <laughs> a throw a dart and see if it sticks, especially because the Islanders played last night. And if Grice is starting tonight, he probably will. And he hasn't been playing so well.
0: I guess we'll
1: see yeah Islanders having trouble scoring they did get the win thanks to Varley but it was only one nothing so uh, maybe they'll have their hands full (laughs) here
0: you play good defense and get good goaltending you only need one goal
1: that's true very true (laughs) Varley's a happy man this morning so San Jose uh, has been playing so up and down they play well against good teams then they blew a game against the Capitals they finish up their road trip at St. Louis defending champs St. Louis big favorites I think there's some road appeal here in the Sharks what do you think Jackie
0: well, first I'm going to follow up on your road appeal with
1: the Sharks. Why do you say that, sir? Uh, Aaron Dell, if he starts, he actually has really good road peripherals this year, and uh, I just feel like that's a really big line. There's good value there, uh, minus 190 favorites for the for the Blues. And the, have you looked at the Blues line combinations lately. They're a little wacky, so I think maybe they underestimate <laughs> the Sharks and the uh, Sharks get it done. We'll see.
0: Well, you know what? I'm a little wacky, so I'm going to go with the St. Louis
1: Blues. <laughs> definitely
2: definitely much safer pick there. I'm, sorry, yeah, I'm I, You'll notice
1: a trend with my
0: picks. They're, they're a little on the safer side today.
2: We're three games in, and I'm already like second-guessing all my picks tonight <laughs> because I actually had San Jose in that one. So I have to <laughs> rethink that. Are you
0: going to go with San Jose? Yeah, yeah?
2: I'm, I'm, I'm going with San Jose, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think now Logan Couture said it best. They've literally lost in every single way that they could lose. <laughs> So I feel like we've seen it all. They've got it all out of their system, and now they're going to make a little run here.
0: All right. All right. Let's see.
2: Now, the the game that I'm taking another dog in is Arizona on the road, getting six against Florida. The reason I like Arizona is because the Taylor Hall trade, I think it just takes a little bit of time to form that chemistry. And then the goaltending matchup for this one's a total toss-up. So where do you lean here?
0: This is a hard one, uh, but I'm going to go Arizona just because of of the way they play defensively. So I'm going to go with the Coyotes.
1: That's going to be a toss-up game because it's Aiden Hill against Chris Dreger. Both goalies confirmed. Arizona is on its third string. They called up the fourth string. So that game is really anybody's guess. I'm probably staying away from that if I'm wagering tonight. Um,
0: Oh, with your money, yes,
1: of course. For sure. Um,
0: I just think Arizona... Like will play better defensively in front of their goaltender than the Panthers. I'll put my uh, pride on the line with the Coyotes.
2: Marquee matchup tonight is Canucks-Tampa Bay. Both teams have won seven straight. Break it down for us.
0: Oh, my gosh. This one is so hard. You know, this is only the second time in NHL history that two teams have, have met with seven or more game-winning streaks.
2: What? Really?
0: Yeah. Wow. Yes. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. Yeah, so the last time it happened, it was Columbus and Minnesota. Columbus had won 14 straight, and Minnesota had won 12 straight, and that Hmm. was in 2016. Wow! Battle the expansion franchises. Nice. Head out to the NHL Network research team. Uh, This is a tough one. I'm gonna go with the Tampa Bay Lightning, just because they're at home, and I just like. I mean, you could say the same thing about the Canucks. That's what makes us crazy is that they've been getting scoring from everywhere. Both of these teams, but I'm gonna go with the Bulls.
2: Minus 220, so, you know, you got to feel great about it because I do like a little appeal. But what is this? I'm taking every home dog mm-hmm. now, I'm real, or every dog on the <laughs> slate tonight. But I do think that Vancouver, there's just something really sneaky about that team. And it's funny because it's been, ever since Jay Beagle's back in the lineup, it's like they're winning all these games now. And same with Alex Edler. He's Edler's back and on sure. fire in fantasy.
0: Yeah, I have uh, JT Miller in fantasy, and he has done wonders for my team, uh, especially early on in the season. So, I like Vancouver, but I'm I just I got to go with the Bulls. What do you
1: think about the big faves uh Washington at home against Ottawa? Ottawa has played well as underdogs this season. I remember one game they were like plus 400 underdogs against Tampa Bay and they took the game to overtime. So, this is a sneaky little team, uh, but are you going with the safe bet in Washington here?
0: So, the Capitals have let me down a couple of times uh, with my red hot pick on NHL now, but I am going with them tonight with Washington because they're 13-1-1 in their last 15 against Ottawa.
2: Now, just to play devil's advocate here, they are starting Elias Samsonov. The Caps are who's great on the road, but not as much at home, and we've seen Ottawa be a little bit competitive with these big dog teams. They've given Boston a couple hard games this year. I could see them keeping this one close, at least up until the third period.
0: We call them the pesky sense for a reason, right?
2: It's true. Now, I'm not, to all the listeners, I would not recommend betting the Senators (laughs) against anybody. (laughs) But just a a word of caution, if you're going to go all in on the Caps tonight. All right. Big one at the Garden tonight,
1: Jackie, between... Igor Shestjorkin uh, making his NHL debut for the Rangers as their third-string goalie, but they're going to throw him right in there against the Avs on the second of a back-to-back. Uh, after covering the Avs yesterday and uh, seeing and hearing all these things about the rookie kid, where are you going in this game? You trusting him?
0: Okay, so I want to go with the Avs. My gut instinct is like, you got to take the avalanche. They're coming off a loss. It is the second mm-hmm. half of a back-to-back, and they're so talented. But, I I mean, you never know with someone that you've never really seen in an NHL game before. But I'm going to go with the Colorado Avalanche just because I was in that room yesterday. And this team just has that magic feeling this year. Like, Mm -hmm. they are all on the same page. Nathan McKinnon said he hasn't felt this confident in a team winning, like winning it all, in his whole career. Wow. So, I'm going to go with the Avs just based off of the confidence coming out of that room. I know they lost last night to the Islanders, but the Islanders were were due for a win. So I'm going to go with the ABS.
2: All right, I like that. Now two other teams in the West that are battling for a playoff spot, Calgary and Chicago. Chicago at home. They are home dogs. Where are you leaning in this game?
0: Oh, my goodness. Um, so I hate both these teams. I shouldn't say hate, like not from a <laughs> fan perspective. I just don't know what to expect from either of these teams on any given night. I think I got to go with the Calgary Flames, though. I know mm. I'm picking like all the favorites, but I just, Chicago for me, they're, they're like Jekyll and Hyde. I don't know what I'm going to get, so I'll go with the Flames.
1: What do you think about Montreal at Detroit? Second of a back to back for Montreal. Kovalchuk looked good. Uh, they almost came back uh, and forced overtime in that game. Uh, so Montreal as road favorites at Detroit.
0: Huh, Montreal as road favorites.
1: Hmm. a lot of money think, on Montreal you know
0: what you know what's crazy is I actually was like am I gonna be you know big rewards big big risks mm-hmm. big rewards girl with mm-hmm. the Detroit Red Wings <laughs> but then you look at their record and you're like huh hmm. 30 regulation losses is not something <laughs> that I want to bet on right now to get a win so fair enough. I can't, take, I can't take the Red Wings. I just can't convince myself to do it. I actually want to take them, but I, I'm not going to. Don't, I'm going to go with Montreal.
2: Don't do it. And their minus 50 goal differential or whatever it is is not helping either. So Pittsburgh, Vegas, we saw that iconic photo of Crosby boarding the plane yesterday on Twitter. Does that oh, make you want to take Pittsburgh as a road dog, Jackie? A uh,
0: picture's worth a thousand words, right? <laughs> <laughs> it totally is. And a thousand dollars potentially. That's a tough one. I haven't thought about this one long and hard enough I can Ten see
1: Pittsburgh winning Golden like an epic game right yeah Let's against Mark Andre
2: Fleury
0: oh you guys I don't know who to pick for this one who are you guys <laughs> convince me Pittsburgh convince me Patrick Why? Hornquist
2: on fire he's getting like seven shots per game over his past five <laughs> McCann's been playing well Brian Russ I mean look at this guy he's like a top twenty forward in fantasy this year Malkin when Sid was out was incredible Chris Letang business as usual take the pens on the road
0: Take the Pens on the road, but it's Vegas at home.
2: They're due for a stinker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything less convincing though than they're due?
2: No, that's but that's last resort logic, and that's what we're going with here.
0: The Pens are just so depleted. They have, I bet they have been all year. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, Rob. I'm putting my trust in you because you you are quite often correct, so I'll go with Sid, the kid, and the pen.
2: Let's go. Good pick right <laughs> there.
0: I'm tweeting you later if they lose. Oh,
2: God. My mentions. RIP my mentions. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and last one, Jackie, last but not
1: least. I guess it is two uh, teams that are not very good, but Columbus at Anaheim. Uh, Anaheim home favorites, Columbus second of a back-to-back. Weird matchup.
0: So it is a weird matchup. I took the Blue Jackets yesterday for my red hot pick in the night. Okay, I don't like to take a team coming off of a win in the second half of a back to back, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to roll with Columbus because I love Torts and I, I just I root for the Blue Jackets. I always do.
2: All right. Okay.
0: Who do you guys have?
2: Well, it's hard to say because Mers Lickens had a great game last night. And I don't think they can go back to him tonight with Corpy out. So it'll be interesting to see what they do there. If he, I mean, if they're going to go with Merz-Lickens again, I think that's a great play by Tortorella. He's got the guts to do that, honestly, in, in this day and age. So if they do go with Moores lickens I love that for him. If not, I would side with Anaheim. Yeah, I mean, if
1: John Gibson's not going to get a win here, when is he going to get a win? This is a great matchup for the Ducks uh, at home and uh, with the better goaltender because, like Rob said, the goalie situation is... And Columbus is depleted, so I would go the ducks here.
0: But they still have points in thirteen of their last fourteen. Columbus.
2: That's a good stat. You're you're bringing all the stats today, Jackie. So hopefully what? with your first <laughs> well, you appearance here, you, you can live why? up to the record. So, <laughs> why? so like
0: um so because you guys are catching me in the morning, this chat is happening in the morning, and I have I have legitimately just read through the research packet that we get every single morning from the amazing research team here at the network. So that going into a night where there's 12 games, you know, we, we make sure we have all of all the bases covered. So I just read it before this call. So I've got things top of mind.
2: All right. Well, we'll see if this translates to a little one and zero in Jackie's guest pick. So thanks again for joining <laughs> us, Jackie.
0: Guys, thanks for having me. Uh, good luck on every pick that you agreed with me on. And um, you're going down in flames on all the other ones.
2: OK, thanks. Love the Love it. little you're burn welcome.
1: there to end. <laughs> thanks, Jackie. <laughs> see ya. That was Jackie Redman, host of Puck Culture. Listen to it on the NHL Podcast Network and also our friend from NHL Network, NHL Now. Um, And great to have her on. And we're going to be doing this uh, once a week pretty much for the next few weeks having somebody on to give some picks we'll
2: keep track of it and see how everybody stacks up at the end I noticed that she was a little bit chalk heavy uh on her picks today which Mm -hmm. I don't blame her for because I think it's better to come out conservative than come out swinging and taking all the dogs um one thing I did want to react to though is just that this Tampa uh Vancouver game it's like the, what I notice when people start talking about the other team, like let's say, for example, I like Tampa originally, and then someone starts talking about Vancouver, I feel like my gambling picks now are so easily swayed if someone makes a half-convincing argument, then I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, abandon ship. And I'm all of a sudden, I'm, like, I'm raising the flag of the other ship, and it's like, oh, my God, I love Vancouver now.
3: Guys, the margins are thin, as we all know in the National Hockey League. I mean, the margins between winning and losing, and that's what makes the product so great on the ice and when you're gambling, i mean one play here, one play there, it makes all the difference. So, we try to handicap the games best we can. We try to give you all the picks, but the margins are so thin whether you're right or wrong.
1: I want to know if like the Vancouver players know that they're that big of an underdog after mm-hmm. winning seven straight. I mean, that when i like i said i'm stacking the Tampa forwards like i feel i should and i want to, but if they knew that and they are being so underestimated in this matchup that you can really take a look at them and have some confidence, not just throwing mm-hmm. a flyer on value. I mean, they've won seven in a row just like the Lightning have.
2: The only reason now, it's like you you're, you start to go to those deeper levels and look for why they're so heavily underdogs, and mm-hmm. I think it's because they're airline miles. It's ridiculous. They're platinum members on Delta because <laughs> they've got these like six-hour, seven-hour flights from the tip of the Northwest all the way to the Southeast. So maybe they're going to be a little dehydrated. Maybe they got to drink a little bit of extra water today, but that would be my only guess my only speculation as to why they are so heavily underdogs
1: that makes sense they're flying from one corner of the country to the other of the continent i should say Uh, but then that we had a lot of debate with jackie about pittsburgh vegas the more i was talking it kind of like to what you were saying, the more we were talking about that game and talking mm-hmm. about Crosby's impact. I know flurry has been good against his former team in his career, but I'm on Pittsburgh after having that conversation, to be honest.
3: Do we know? Is Crosby playing, reportedly playing, not sure, not playing? This is he's just with the team?
2: This is all based on a photo that I saw yesterday that the Pennsweeted out of Yeah, yeah based,
3: we all saw it. Yeah. Based so,
1: on that photo, I think he's playing. It's
2: hieroglyphics, man. You got to do a little interpretation, but okay. there's a real meaning there. <laughs> okay.
3: Well, if Crosby's playing, I would take the value with Pittsburgh there. But it's probably a game steer clear of, Whoa. I would stay away from no,
2: it. No, no, no. Don't steer clear. I think that's a good one to go after. <laughs> really? Just because Pittsburgh, is. they've shown us all season that they're reliable. It's the old car, the old Honda that starts, the 91 Honda with 400,000 miles, that starts in the dead of winter. You've had it in the garage. It's barely got any fuel in it. It starts up. <laughs> runs do you know like what's?
3: Sti- do you know what's sticking in my head? We had Mike Johnson on with Jackie Puck Culture last week, and mm-hmm. Mike Johnson brought up a good point where he's been on teams – that they sustain or keep their head above water when the star is out. But then the star returns, and the team sort of takes a deep breath and relaxes a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then they find themselves on their heels losing a few games. This is Sid. This is Sid, man. This is Olympic gold. I'm just saying that's sticking in my brain from Mike Johnson, a former player, talking about sort of how the room reacts to a star coming back, which you wouldn't think. Everyone thinks, okay, the star comes back. Oh, they're going to go. They're going to roll. But he says, be careful. It may be the opposite.
1: And for Vegas, there's uh, Alex Tuck is filling in right now for injured Jonathan So We'll see if Marchessault comes back too. But he's one of their best players. Maybe you keep an eye on the uh, lineups tonight. If he's out, you're even more feeling good about Pittsburgh.
2: I don't know if I'm feeling defensive today, Bob, but I've got to dispute that logic there because this is a three-time captain for the cup champion hmm. Penguins. This is a team that year in and year out is always in the hunt. Crosby, one of the, if not the best player in the league still. I know I saw the McDavid goal. We all saw it last night against the Leafs. But this player is different. When he's on the ice, when he's in the room, that team plays differently.
3: I said yesterday, Crosby is the best player in the league, and people are coming at me, oh, Connor McDavid. Until (laughs) Connor McDavid hoists the Stanley Cup, all right, I understand he's a great player. Give me Crosby, two-way player, does everything, has won the Stanley Cups. There's no bigger fan than, Three Sid- times. than me of Sidney Crosby. I'm just telling you what a former NHLer said, and I would probably maybe steer clear of this. Obviously, I'm not going to bet the game unless I know 100% for sure Crosby's going to be in the lineup, right. so wait until you see what happens there. All right, Rob. You convinced me, just like you convinced Jackie. I'm on board. Let's it, go, Penguins.
2: If we were talking about Taylor Hall here, being that guy that kind of comes in the room and maybe you get a little bit passive because you're just directing the puck all his way, fine. But this is a center iceman. This is a two way player, two hundred foot game. I think it's a bit a different story here. Okay. No. Okay. Fair enough.
1: For best bets tonight. Uh, I know you were very uh, convincing about Boston. Is that one of your best bets?
2: Absolute lock. I mean, this—it's just—I don't know if I'm just soured on the the whole coaching thing this year with the league. You it, seem it, to be. It might be a bit of a kind of just like kind of a down bias on that, yeah. which I'll, I'll I'll be the first to be self-aware about. But I do like Boston. I think they're due for a big game, and if it's going to be a big game, you know, it starts with 37 and 88.
3: I said it earlier. I'm going to say it again. It's a head on the pillow sort of game. Take Boston. Your head goes on the pillow at night, and you're comfortable with the pick. The other Bob Bender head-on-the-pillow game will be the Washington Capitals on the puck line. Mm. They blow the Senators (laughs) out of the water 4-1. I love what I saw from the Capitals, not only against their little comeback against the Sharks, but what I saw from them against the Hurricanes. I believe it was Sunday? Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: I believe it was Sunday. Uh, no, that was Saturday? sharks. Friday. That was sharks. Oh, Hurricanes getting, was Friday. Yeah, Friday, Friday. 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 It's all, okay. it's all the weekend. It's all it's all running together. So, <laughs> give me the Capitals on the puck line. What do you guys got for your best bets? Let's fire through it and put a bow on this puppy.
1: I'll keep it quick. I got Philly, Carolina over five point five. I, I just think with Brian Elliott in the net, Carolina maybe could reach that on them on their own, uh, but certainly together they should get to six combined. So go with that. Pittsburgh as 155 plus 155 underdogs at Vegas against their former goalie, Flurry. Give me Pittsburgh for all the reasons we talked about. And then that great value on Vancouver, Tampa Bay, plus 220 underdogs. Take a chance. I, I, I like it. There's, it's too narrow uh, from a competitive standpoint between those two teams.
3: I can't believe I'm going to say this, but if we're looking at value picks, we talked about it with Jackie Sharks value pick Vancouver value pick. Mm -hmm. Which one is the better value pick on this slate this evening? It's San Jose because they didn't have
2: that crazy flight that we were talking about earlier. It's definitely the Sharks who were just perfect segue because I was going to take them tonight. I'm going to stick my neck out there and take San Jose. Again, we were dogging this (laughs) team. Alert,
3: alert, alert. It's a Robbie against the grain pick. I haven't had one in a couple months. Alert, alert, alert.
2: (laughs) I do believe in this team and and I know it it doesn't look so good on paper, especially in the plus minus cat Category for those guys, but this is a team. If they get average goaltending, and uh, Shimmick is in the lineup, they have a good chance of winning every night. So I'm going to take them against the Blues. The Blues-Line combinations are a little bit questionable. I think that's where they're going to have to go back to the blender after this game tonight. Right. I like the Sharks on the road. I like Boston tonight, and I'm going to go back to the Caps game here. That's at least a 5-2 to two victory for the Caps, Bob, because this is a time of year. I think your 4-1 picks conservative. I would raise it to 5-2, take the over in that game. This is the time of year where Ovi looks at the goal column and says, all right, I'm about three or four goals behind the leader for the Maurice Rocket-Richard Trophy. Look for him to absolutely pop tonight. Three goals. He scored his 500th against the Senators. He's scoring three more tonight.
3: I like the Capitals. I am going against one of my cardinal rules, though, here. Mm -hmm. I never like to take the puck line when it's uh, minus money. So the puck line for the Capitals right now, minus one and a half is minus 115. I typically don't like that, but I think the line suggests that exactly what we're talking about capitals roll tonight
1: right ovi knows he can get a hattie the Senators know he can get the Hattie. All the fans and fantasy owners know it mm-hmm. too. So uh, we'll see if it happens. But yeah, back to your point about the Sharks. Make sure that Arundel is in yes. net, not Martin Jones. Yes, major. Thank if you, Martin Pete. Jones uh, is in net for this game after Sunday, they should have their heads examined. <laughs> but yeah, certainly Arundel I mentioned the road splits. 5-2-1, and 9-14 save percentage in nine road appearances this season. If the San Jose Sharks get anywhere from like 9-14 mm-hmm. or above goaltending,
2: they could win the Stanley Cup. That's There's the reality. No doubt about that. And I would even <laughs> say 9-10, set the bar a little bit lower for their goalie tending there. And the best thing about that, Pete, when you're talking about who's starting, that's a team. Boston, you don't have to worry about who's starting. I don't care if it's Hlock or Rask tonight. So when you're making a bet like that, you feel good about Boston regardless. If you're betting on San Jose, you got to be checking up to the minute, up to 6.30, 6.45 when they're taking warm-ups. You've got to be sure <laughs> that Aaron Dell is the first off the ice.
3: And I'll say this. I'll be at MSG tonight for the Rangers game, Shesterkin. If the Rangers get the win and you see one of those Russian winter hats hit the ice, just know. Just know <laughs> that it was old Bob Bender tossing it out there because I am, I'm ready to roll with Igor. Shesterkin time, MSG find a way to beat the Avs tonight i like the rangers at home this evening i think the russian goaltender igor gets it done
1: i saw some fans some ranger fans on twitter they were saying they couldn't sleep last night because they were that excited wow for this uh, maybe a little extreme but uh, certainly some excitement in the building uh, there will be so for bender reese thanks again to jackie redmond pete jensen we'll talk to you again on thursday here on nhl fantasy on ice